welcome to BeyondTheBaselines.com podcast, coming to you from Vero Beach, Florida and Marion, Massachusetts, hosted by Ed Shanathy, USPTA professional and international businessman. This is the podcast that researches and looks at the club management and facility side of our business. Hello, and welcome to the BeyondTheBaselines.com podcast. I'm Ed Shanafee. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about on-court revenues and percentages paid and percentages retained by the club and by the director of tennis. It's an age-old question. Every time a new member of staff comes on board, what should be the on-court percentage retained by that staff member? What should go to the club or facility? And what should go to the director of tennis? Firstly, from the employment and uh, hiring standpoint, in order to get good staff and, and competent staff and good teaching staff, you need to offer a good compensation package. And part of that package is on-court revenues and percentages retained by the staff member. The industry standard tends to be 50, 50 to 55 percent. We have seen it all the way up to 80%, depending on what the salary is on the, the other hand. So if the salary is low, then it tends to be that your percentage paid to the pro would be a little higher than the standard industry average of about 55%. With that being said, we'll actually look at other issues that we've had and other examples that we've had where a club may be a destination club and the cost basis for a director of tennis or a head pro might be very high, we've seen the club retain up to 85%, leaving just 15% to the teaching pro or to the director of tennis for the entire program. This can happen when the cost basis of a club for, for having an employee or several employees is very high or if the program itself is extremely large. We've discussed this before, but if the program itself is very, very large, how much is your director of tennis actually worth that level can only go up so much and that compensation package can only be so big it can't be 50 percent of say a five hundred thousand dollar program so therefore the percentages between among directors head pros adult directors junior directors and assistant staff vary greatly based on the cost basis of that employee to the club and facility and the cost basis of the program and what the program is costing the club as well Let's look at assistant professionals in the first instance. If you have an assistant professional, more common than not, we find is a flat hourly rate for that assistant professional to be on the court. We do not advocate this type of payment, this compensation package. We tend to like a percentage of revenues for each hour on the court. So, for example, if that assistant professional is teaching a private lesson, and just for example, that private lesson is $100, and the going rate, the... 50%, that means that the teaching professional would make $50, 50% of the $100 would make $50 for that hour. However, that being said, say it's a clinic, and a clinic is an hour for $40 per person, and you have four people on the court, that's $160 per hour revenue on the court. We would advocate the same 50% level, and that $80 would go to the assistant professional teaching that clinic. There's lots of ways to incentivize uh, the assistant professional position. Just one is by a flat rate percentage rather than a flat rate per hour 
dollar figure. If you take this model further with the percentage of on-court revenues, the more people you have on the court, obviously the more revenue for both the teaching professional and the director of tennis, and finally, the club itself, depending on what the overall club retention percentage is. That being said, this is an incentive for that assistant professional to get people to the clinics, to incentivize them to your programming, to the club's programming. Otherwise, it's very easy for a assistant professional to sit back and just take a lesson where they know they're going to make the 50 bucks and not advocate a clinic where they can actually please four to six members maybe on a court in, in, in comparison to just pleasing one or serving one member in a, in a private lesson. So in actuality, you're incentivizing club programming, you're incentivizing member services, and you're incentivizing your staff by keeping everything on a flat rate percentage compensation. Taking this a step further, we can even look at the adult director position or junior director position and incentivize them percentage basis-wise through bringing more people out onto the court. Say, for example, you offer a percentage for secondary and tertiary courts to your adult director. For example, he's on 50% or she's on 50% of her court. So she has four people on her court at $40 each. That's $160 total revenue. That would be $80 to the adult director. For example, now, if you say to that director, that adult director, get a second court and I'll give you 25% of the of the rate on there. So there's a second court of $160 worth. Well, now they're getting another $40. Now they're up to $120 in one hour. By building the club programming, you can build incentives, but you also, in turn, build revenue for your instructors, yourself as a director of tennis or yourself as a club manager the bigger the club program the more revenues filter through to the club and to the business in the show notes we have provided a sample spreadsheet to show a breakdown and filtering through of tennis revenues by a program through clinics and through lessons and how such incentivizing of staff can actually grow your membership service and your revenues at the club and in the program. Other ways you can incentivize your staff and with percentages is by creating new social events and giving a percentage of those social events to your staff, whether it be your director of tennis or somebody underneath your director of tennis. For example, you add a junior barbecue to your program. Every Wednesday night, each junior, $20 per child, and that includes tennis for an hour and a half and then the barbecue for a half hour after. So, so meals are included. Now, say you get 10 kids that first week. That means you've got $200 in the kitty. You turn to your junior director and you say, for every kid you get out, I'll give you 25% of the total revenue of that program. So now he's going to go out or she's going to go out and find more kids. Suddenly gets up to 100 kids. Mm -hmm. 
guess whose revenue has also grown? The clubs. Guess whose revenue has also grown? The director of tennis. Guess whose revenue has also grown? The junior director. He's getting $5 for every kid. If he gets it up to 100 kids, that's $500 in one hour. Exponentially adds up through growing the program. And you can incentivize your pros by giving them straight percentages of on-court revenues. And also for social programming, as in this example. For far too long, we've understood that tournament fees are actually there to incentivize your director of tennis to run tournaments. A lot of directors of tennis are independent contractors, and going back to those situations where an employee versus a contractor is running a tournament, an employee has a salary a contractor normally doesn't. So why would a contractor be incentivized to run a tournament? Well, a lot of members have said, hey, you'll get members taking lessons if they see you running tournaments. Well, that's not so much the case. We don't see that happening very often. Tournament players at clubs and facilities don't often take that many lessons, and they're not going to take a lesson because you, your independent contractor ran a tournament. What we do do about tournament fees is incentivize both the employee or the independent contractor to really push those tournaments. Tournaments are always lagging in membership activity and most members see the tournaments, they don't want to comp compete, they don't want to go up against friends, they don't have the time, their families take their time on the weekends. But if you incentivize through tournament uh, fees your employee or your independent contractor to gain momentum for that tournament, then it works. Say for example, you say to your director of tennis, Tournament fee, 20 bucks a head for the mixed member guest, that's 40 bucks a team, will give you 25% of every team you bring in. Bet you have a full compass draw because that director or employee can't teach during tournament time. Courts are taken. So they're looking for extra revenues and they'd enjoy trying to build that tournament so that they make those extra revenues during downtime for court time since they cannot teach. So tournament fees should be used to incentivize your directors of tennis to actually promote the tournaments and actually let them receive funds and revenue while the tournaments are underway. There are so many other ways to incentivize good staff to stay. So for example, if, you're, if they string rackets, we always wanna provide the best member services for our members, of course, at our clubs and our facilities. So incentivize your stringing pro to actually do more rackets within 24 hours so you can actually guarantee those 24 hour service levels that members so uh, desire. For example, first racket per day, $12. Second racket, 13. Third racket, 14. Fourth racket, 15. It maybe make it a package. If they can do 10 rackets within a 24-hour period, give them a bonus. Those are situations that create better member service and create more business down the road, which will put more money into the club and into the director of tennis, also directly into your stringing professional's pocket. On the same vein with stringing, think about the shop. If you own the shop as the director or if you own the shop as a club, either way, incentivize your staff to make the sale. It's easy for a staff member to write their name down on every member chit or every facility chit, so why not give them 2.5, 3% or even more of that sale? 
because a lot of times it takes time for the director to make that sale time that he could or she could be using differently to create a bigger program why not let the assistant pro make the sale take the three percent keep that member happy and let the director or the club manager work on a bigger and better program or offering in conclusion then the first thing to discuss is the business side of the department whether the club or facility sees that it is in, in in fact a business and that it should show a profit too often we see clubs relying on member initiation and member dues to create a uh, to to fill the loss by a program that really isn't cutting the mustard so we look at trying to build that program up so that those members dues and members initiation fees do not have to cover a departmental loss we would always say if food and beverage lost revenue as a department, the club would be quick to go under. Same thing should be thought about for tennis. Tennis should make money. The department should make money. Therefore, look at incentivizing your professionals. Long gone are the, are the times where we could just pay an assistant pro hourly rates per dollar. What we need to look at is incentivizing with overhauling compensation packages an assistant pro and a director of tennis – to, to incentivize them through percentage of on-court revenue and continually incentivize them to grow the program through fixed percentages for both on-court, social, shop, stringing, and any other items that you think they should be taking control of. Thank you for listening to the BeyondTheBaselines.com podcast. I'm your host, Ed Shanathy, and it's a pleasure bringing you every week news and views and great guests from our tennis and fitness industry. You can always reach me at beyondthebaselines at gmail.com or by phone at the office on 508-538-1288. Please do visit our website, beyondthebaselines.com, and on our site there's a link to our Patreon page, which has even more information for you and your club and your facility in our wonderful industry. Thanks for listening. See you again soon.